Hey guys, welcome to Status Random with Sean. This is episode 74, and I'm going to say it's what can happen will happen when you're 39 pregnant with a boy. <laughs> so I only have girls, and this pregnancy is complete opposite of any of my other pregnancies. So my first pregnancy was beautiful and perfect. The delivery was horrific. My second pregnancy was vomiting from beginning to end, and the delivery was amazing. This one, I've had some nausea, not really any vomiting, unless something touches the back of my throat, like saliva or whatever, then I vomit. Um, but the other weird thing is, is I've had some crazy things happen. Um, about six weeks ago, I started to itch. And I was like, oh, this is weird. Like, is it because it's winter now and my skin is just so dry? But I, there wasn't a rash anywhere on me. But wherever I itched became these big pink-looking spots. So I itch and itch and itch. I mean, I don't think you understand when I say itch what I mean by itch. I mean, like, on the verge of bleeding, itching spots, whether it be your head, your hands, your stomach, my legs. The only thing that didn't really itch was my face and, like, my butt, like, my, my butt cheek. None of that stuff itched. Or the bottom of my feet. So I I messaged the doctor. I told the doctor on January 4th when I went in for my OB appointment. And she said, oh, it looks like contact dermatitis. Well, the bottom of my legs, like I, I think I previously mentioned, looked like I had little bug bites all over me. So she just said contact dermatitis. Okay. So I'd use like um, Benadryl at night and cream. Anyways, fast forward to like two, not even two weeks later, we go on emergency leave back to Florida. And as we're in Florida, I'm starting to itch even more and more and more. And so it got to the point where I think it was like day five or day six, maybe even further. I told my husband, you have to take me to the emergency room. I'm ble like, I'm scratching myself so much. They have these huge bruise like bruises on me and all these big like welts all over me. And it was to the point where like I couldn't sleep. I couldn't do anything but itch. And I was on the verge of just like, I mean, I was crying. It was too much. And it wasn't like an itch you could scratch. It was like an itch that was like layers, like deeper than your skin. So you could never reach the itch. No matter how much, um, no matter how much, uh, cortisone you put on, no matter the Benadryl you take at night or the creams you put on, nothing was working, right? So I went to the emergency room and because I'm pregnant, they couldn't really do much for me, but they said, we tested your liver because there's a thing, you know, I mentioned it to them too, that I think it was this thing called cholestasis or cholestesis, something like that, um, where your bile from your liver leaks into your bloodstream uh, when you're pregnant and it makes you super itchy. And it happens on the palms of your hands, your feet, pretty much all over. And I started doing research on this. But anyways, so we're at the ER and they didn't have the capability of testing bile salts. So they did do all my liver functions and vitamins and stuff like that. And those came out all normal. So they gave me a high dose of Benadryl and Pepsid. Basically, that's pretty much all you can do because you're pregnant, right? Because you don't want to harm your unborn baby. So of course, when I'm in the ER, they said that they gave me the Benadryl super slow. But I don't know what this lady's slow was because it hit me hard. It was like, I felt so dizzy and so high at the same time. And she said, well, we try to make it really slow because people get really anxious. 
my heart was pounding so hard. And I said, did you do it slow? And she's like, yeah, I did it really slow. I'm like, that shit was not slow. Anyways, so I, I couldn't even literally walk. All I wanted to do was sleep. And then I started to get like terrible restless leg syndrome. It's horrible in a hospital bed. And, and mind you, my husband's having PTSD next to me because the, the blood pressure cuff is beeping. And the last time he heard that beeping was, you know, his stepdad was in the hospital uh, in ICU uh, on a, on an intubator. So for him, I, I'm trying to tell the nurses like, turn it off, turn it off because he's freaking out, you know, which I completely understand because the same thing happened to me right after my brother, you know, when I was in the hospital with my brother and then I went to the hospital like a week later in the same hospital and the beeping like triggered so much. So I totally get what he was coming from. Um, Anyway, so the, needless to say, the Benadryl didn't work. It worked for like 20 minutes because it knocked my ass out, right? I like couldn't do anything. I would sleep in and out and the whole car ride home, I felt terrible for my husband because, you know, we're used to driving on the other side of the car and the other side of the road in England. So when we were in Florida, like I couldn't even like help him. I was just knocked out in the passenger seat. So the next day, the, the itching had kind of gotten a little tiny bit better, um, but it wasn't fully better. Uh, so throughout the whole trip, I, I kind of got like in a regime of like taking Benadryl at night to help me sleep to kind of like put me in a comatose state to where I didn't feel the itching. And then I would just lather myself up and then put cortisone all over. Okay, anyways, so I get to, back to England and I had already messaged the doctor when I was in Florida and she said, okay, we'll make you a new uh, you know appointment sooner when you get back and um, get you checked out. So she tested my bile salts, right? So the, the level, and this is what I, I always joke about when it comes to like medical things, like they have this huge range of numbers, right? Like how could somebody be zero? How come somebody be 10 and still be okay? So the range was zero to 10 for bile salts. I was 9.4. <laughs> so I was teetering on the edge. And I, I really hope I don't have this because if you do have this, um, if this illness or whatever it is during pregnancy, uh, there's a couple things that happen. You have to be on bile salts. And number two is you have to deliver your baby early. And when I say early, I mean like 37 weeks. Because if you wait, you have a really high chance of having a stillborn. Because eventually, um, this bile starts to develop and, and mess with the baby's growth and, and so forth. And so that terrifies me. Because I want the baby to cook as long as it can, right? So 37 weeks... Um, and be on bile salts, and you have a higher chance of having a, a miscarriage or a stillborn. Um, so nobody wishes that, right? So I went to the doctors, you know, and they they did the test, and then I went to the dermatologist who kind of looked at me like I had four eyes, right? And at the time, the bile salt test came back, and I was going back to OB later that day, but I went to dermatology, and she said, oh, I, she didn't know what the hell I had. Okay, let's put it that way. But she used a little magnifying glass of light. It was nothing like, you know, didn't, wasn't cancerous because it's always all over my body. Like, my legs look like I have track marks <laughs> from drugs or I have been eaten alive by mosquitoes like I am on the show Survivor. Okay, I, if you notice everybody on that show, they're always have full of mosquito bites, right? That's what I look like, except for my back has like these huge pink welts, but they're dry in the middle. It's so weird. Um, I'm thankful it's not on my face or my arms. It's on the back of my arms. 
Um, my thighs are really bad. My calves are really bad. The palm of my hand has one. Um, and so forth like that. But anyway, so the dermatologist didn't know what the hell I have. So gave me this steroid little, um, like, cream. But, you know, you want to put it all over yourself because you got the sores all over. But she strictly said, do not put it all over. Just put it on the spots because you're pregnant and you don't want it to get and harm the baby. So I'm on that. Um, they had me take Benadryl, but Benadryl didn't do shit. My husband has been snoring. So for some reason, I know I snore, but my husband's snore is like musical and it annoys the shit out of me. So lately I've been waking up in the middle of the night and going to lay with my oldest in her bed because it's either that or smother him with a pillow, right? I'm just kidding. But yeah, so I put the cream on, was taking Benadryl, Benadryl didn't do shit. And then she said, I suggest you retest in four weeks. Because I was at the high end of normal. That's that's what I'm saying. So anyways, needless to say, then the doctor did another test, the OB doctor, and calls me back and says, oh, I need to put you on these antibiotics because you have a, like a vaginal infection, you know, like a UTI or whatever. I'm like, okay, so she gives me this medicine. And the first thing I do is research because I am my own advocate, right? And in the UK, this medicine is illegal to give to a pregnant woman because of harmful for the fetus. But in America, it's okay to give it to them. Well, I don't want to take it. I don't want, I'm 39 having a baby, what I believe is my miracle baby, because one, it's a boy, and two, I'm 39, and I got pregnant, right? So I start to take um, this over-the-counter stuff, which is okay for pregnancy. So the nurse calls me up today and tells me, the doctor says, you need to trust in her. She would never give you anything that will harm your baby. Okay. Well, that's not how you treat a patient. If a patient has concerns, then you say to them, I'm sorry that you have concerns. I completely understand your concerns. Maybe we can figure out something else. No, she made me feel like I was this crazy person who didn't want to take it. But I do remember taking it years ago, and it did make me really sick. So luckily, I'm, I'm not going to take it. But listen to yourself. You know what I mean? Be your own advocate. Should you have Googled it? Do I recommend Googling things? No, I don't. But the thing is, is that's crazy. I mean, it's things in the UK and the States, totally different, right? totally different as far as like sugar contents and medicines and pregnancy and not pregnancy and what they do. So anyways, I'm using something that's more safe for pregnancy that does not give you all those million side effects like every stupid commercial you see on the TV. My husband and I just talked about that. Like there was a commercial for, I think it was anxiety. And one of the main things said that, you know, like when it was giving the long list of things that are side effects. And it said, you know, it may cause insomnia, may cause um, vivid dreams, may cause suicidal intentions and depression. Now, if you're anxious, why would you want to have depression and suicidal thoughts too? The word may means it's happened numerous times, right? Can't, they can't just put it because it happened one time. I, ugh, it just makes me mad, whatever. Anyways, that's my chat. I don't know if I have it. Please keep me in your prayers. And little baby peanut, I will not tell his name. I am waiting till I have my anatomy scan in just a few weeks before I mail any boy clothes to my parents before we PCS, before I do anything. 
I want confirmation that this is a boy. Maybe it's a sick joke my brother's playing on me. But let's hope that they see a penis on the anatomy scan, okay? <laughs> and then I will. we will come out with a name. We have na Actually, I have named the baby because my husband named our two girls and our dogs and everything else you can think of. So I will, I have named this baby and he was not along with it at first until every female in our family said, I love that name. But my husband and my kids are making fun of the name right now. But I told him to get it all out now before this baby comes because, you know, life will be, ha you know, life ain't going to be easy for you if you mess with my little baby peanut. But on that note, thanks for listening to Status Random. And my chats are just going to come as they come. We are in the middle of PCSing, and I've cleaned the entire downstairs to go through everything. If you haven't PCS before or moved with the military, then <laughs> God bless you. Because it is not easy. But I am having a garage sale this weekend to try to sell some stuff so we can afford to send our damn dogs home from England. That's going to be on the next topic. The price gouging. Of taking advantage of military members. But on that note, thanks for listening. Until next time, bye.